Hello, everyone. This is Craig. Just before we jump into the episode all about Run Disney and Marathon Weekend from the runner's perspective, I did want to take just a moment and say thank you to our patrons for the month of January. You know, the patrons of the show have just been great. We have our own private Facebook page and the conversation is lively in there. They're helping us pick show topics. They're really supporting the show in a lot of really great ways. And it's just exciting to be able to offer this as a platform. So if you want to join, I should say you can go to patreon.com slash beyond the mouse and hear your name on a future month's episode. But I did want to call out our members and just say thank you so much to Maureen Stevens and Jonathan Gardner. Uh, Also, I want to make sure I say a big thank you to John Castanjo and to Sarah Castanjo. You actually hear John tonight on the episode as well. Keith Carver, you're so great. Matthew Zurich, my running buddy, you're going to hear him uh, later on this episode as well. Thank you so much for supporting us. Mike Taylor, Mike Taylor, who has lost 175 pounds. Congratulations, Mike. It's so incredible to see what you're doing. You're such a motivation to me. Judy McAvoy, thank you so much for the support. B Bonner, come on, B Bonner. You're like uh, the four almost co-host of this show and you're still supporting us thank you so much our good friend Tristan Tapscott Greg Woods Kelby Dolan and Justin Suter and then we actually did add one new patron this month and that is Brandon Davis as well so Brandon went on this trip with us he's actually a host on the Front Row Network but he loves Disney so much that he wanted some additional Beyond the Mouse content and that's why he's jumped into Patreon as well so That's our Patreon members for the month of January. We'd love to expand that into February and move forward that way. They do get some exclusive content as well. But without further ado, I'm going to turn it over to myself and a group of runners to talk all about Run Disney. I only hope that we never lose sight of one thing that was all started by a mouse. Hello, everyone out there in podcast land. This is the Beyond the Mouse podcast, the podcast for all things Disney, for NPR Illinois Community Voices, and for the Front Row Network. I'm your host today, Craig, joined by none of my co-hosts because none of them run. They can run. (laughs) And I know that Vanessa takes her dog out for walks all the time. She's very good about that. Uh, Brett is running around Disneyland as we record this, so that's really exciting for him. But I'm joined by most of the people that were able to come and talk to me before Marathon Weekend and do the kind of prep episode for me going into Marathon Weekend. Uh, So I'm going to introduce them now. So first, from the Rise and Run podcast, we've got Bob. How are you, sir? Great. Great. Thanks for having me back. I really enjoy it. Yeah, absolutely. And just keep crushing it with that rise and run podcast. If people, if you're interested at all in any aspect of not just run Disney, but really motivation and running, I cannot recommend enough that people check out rise and run. So thank you so much for joining us again. We're really, really lucky to have you. That's very kind of you, Craig. Thank you. I appreciate it. On behalf of the gang. Thank you very much. Absolutely. Now I do also have two of my teammates from the DDP Sorcerers Running Club. Both of them did dopey and I was not quite that dopey to do that. But first I'll introduce from the Quick Diz Takes podcast, John, how are you, sir? Oh, I'm doing as well as I can with a house full of sick people, but I'm doing good now. Oh no, you've got sickness going on at your house too? Mine's not bad. I'm through it all. I was the first one to get it. So now everybody else has to suffer through it. Okay, fair <laughs> but it's enough. Not bad. It's an easy sickness, but we're good. All right. All right. Good. And also my running buddy, my personal uh, 
running companion here. We can't do a marathon without each other, I don't think, anymore. But Matthew Zurich, how are you, sir? I'm doing well, and I'm going to hold you to it. When you run a marathon, I run a marathon, and we'll figure out what else we're going to talk about. I just got to tell you, uh, you are from Chicago. I am three hours away from Chicago. I think it has to happen some year, man. I, I agree. I've had my wife has tried to start planning our travel around marathons. So we, we were supposed to go to Tokyo when uh, the events of 2020 happened. We were going to go right after the Olympics in 2021. So she's like, you know, how hard is it to get into the Tokyo marathon? I'm pretty sure it's extremely <laughs> difficult. <laughs> yeah. uh, but hey, you know, she's like, oh, it seems like a great way for you to see the city. <laughs> so <laughs> that would be great. Yeah. Speaking of international marathons, it's actually a really good connection point. The person that's not able to join us tonight is Jackie, and she was able to join us for our prep episode. And she actually, I did get a chance to meet up with her on Marathon Weekend. It was really great. We were both staying at the Polynesian. I think it was actually mentioned in our episode that we were both staying at the Polynesian. And so her and her friends were so kind to make sure that I was uh, escorted over to Epcot and that I knew where I was going. It was really great. I got to say, um, one of my first things about this experience, particularly with the run doing marathon, because you have to wake up so early, it was so nice to be at the Polynesian because all I had to do was walk over to uh -huh. the TTC and they have a nice walking path that was right next to my building, literally right out the door. And then I was on the monorail to Epcot and I was there in no time. And Jackie was great company. But I mentioned international marathons because she said that her and her friend just signed up to do Berlin. So they're going to be heading that direction. Very yeah, cool. so that's really cool. So Jackie, if you're listening back to this, uh, best wishes. And I know that she had a fun marathon experience as well. But what we want to do tonight is just to kind of have a nice free-flowing conversation about how all of the runs went. And I think what we can do is sort of start with, uh, now I know that Bob, you did the 5k and you did the marathon. That's and correct. I already said yeah. that the other two had done uh dopey. I did the marathon. I did just the marathon, right? Bob? Yeah. <laughs> just the marathon. Right. <laughs> so I think what we can maybe do is let's start off with just sort of your overall thoughts. And then we can kind of go race by race a little bit here and talk about uh, the different experiences that we had. So Bob, why don't you start us off? You know, what was your overall, this is the first you've had this podcast going on for about a year now, but right. I think this was probably the first time that you got to really experience like this communal aspect of what your show has been able to build. Right. So what was your overall yeah. experience on marathon weekend? Yeah, I think that's true. And, uh, it was overwhelming. It was tremendous. It is the part without question that I love most about run Disney, uh, podcast aside, just the family that's there, the people you meet, uh, it was just one one day after the other. I was meeting more and more people, and it was fantastic. And my my other overall, I I have done every weekend since Run Disney returned, and I've watched them build up. And when we first came back, Wine and Dine twenty twenty one was kind of they built up a little bit. I'm going to say that Run Disney is back in full now. Mm. Uh, the expo is large. The number of participants is big. And when you, uh, uh, no, spoiler, spoiler alert, I'm jumping to the marathon. When you make the right turn on Main Street, the crowds are back and golly, it was wonderful. So that was, yeah, the, the camaraderie and then the return of the crowds was terrific, I thought. 
Yeah, that's just wonderful. Now, John, you actually um, had run Dopey last year as well. So you got to kind of see both years here. Uh, do you agree with Bob? What was your overall impression of Marathon Weekend? I do agree with it did feel because I had done the half in 2020. So this this felt more like that year. Right, because 2020 would have been right. just kind of right, right before things started to change, right, right? So, in January. Yeah. So you could definitely feel the difference this year. I mean, there was people on Main Street, but like there was more people. I think there was more people just out, like maybe mm -hmm. outside their resorts more than there was last year. So you did mm -hmm. see more people. But I would say overall, the um, as the way... This weekend went compared to last week. Last, I kind of was, well, I was kind of by myself last year. Whereas this year, like with our whole running group and those like meetups in the morning or the meetups in the park, or you just, I mean, as many thousands of people that were there where you could just run into somebody that you knew in the park was just total, was just like a total different experience when you're you're with all those people and you're all, you're all going for the same thing. So it was just like an overall the vibe, like, right? Was yeah, the vibe like, was insane. All I weekend. Like a happier weekend, just more like a, you just, you just, it's just that feeling yeah. you have of just like, I guess you'd be happy. Like the happiness feeling of just doing it with other, I mean, you're doing it with all those other people but you're doing with your people, I guess would be like a way of explaining it. You just, it uh, easy, easier to be motivated, I guess. The morning, when you, it, I'm not sure what the word is either, but I yeah. get it. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, I know, I know last, what you're trying to say. Last year, you'd get up, you'd wake up. I mean, you wake up, you're excited to run and do all stuff, but you'd go and you'd wait by yourself, or if you didn't know, so you'd talk to just a random person. This year was like, you look. I looked forward to waking up at two o'clock in the morning to go <laughs> meet with my friends at the yeah. starting line that made it go by faster to get started, and it was just. It's just great. Uh, it was great. It was congratulations after. And in our recap uh, that I did with B and Brandon and Vanessa, who didn't run, they kind of also commented that is just an overall uh, feeling that the parks had because people had their medals and they had their shirts. And you're just like, everybody just seemed like happier in this place that is the most magical place on earth. Right. And so, uh, yeah, I absolutely understand what you're saying there, John. Now, Matt, how about you? This was really your first, now it wasn't your first run Disney event, but it was your first time attempting uh, dopey and it was your first marathon. So talk about your overall experience. Yeah, to me, I think they nailed it on the head. I think maybe camaraderie was the, was the word I kept coming back to where everyone felt you just kind of felt a part of something as a runner this weekend, more than some of the other weekends. W what I kept thinking about is we've kind of, I don't know, you guys have been going to the parks for a long time too. In 20, to me, 2019, 2020, and right when we came back from pandemic, I felt like we hit the point of no return where Disney's never going to go back to any of those things that happened before the crowds, the popularity. I feel like run Disney's at that point now too, where how much it's changed from pre-pandemic to now in popularity, the amount of people that asked me questions this weekend, this weekend, a few weeks mm -hmm. ago about, oh, what's it like running Dopey? I, do you think I could do it? Oh, can I see your medal? I, you know, I felt 
anytime you think you want to be a celebrity, just wear your medal in the park where everyone's <laughs> congratulating you over the course of a few minutes. And you're just like, okay, I get why maybe being a celebrity in public isn't the greatest thing in the world. But my buddy, Brandon, he's, he said, it's almost like when you uh, see veterans around and you say like, thank you yeah. for your service. It was like, people were doing that all weekend. Like, yeah. thank you for running, you know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this, this weekend more than any, I think because of the running group, because I threw myself into it more than maybe some of the other weekends where it can be a very isolating thing to be at these things amongst thousands of people. It was a, not a coming home, but it was just more of a celebration. And I tried to make it more of a celebration. All the hard work was done. I mean, just enjoy my time running. I ran, you know, I ran with John. I ran with you. I ran with my sister-in-law. I ran my slowest half marathon ever with my sister-in-law and I had more fun than I've ever had running a half marathon. Right. So it was that sort of thing this weekend versus maybe the pressures of um, on ourselves to finish versus just enjoying the company and, and meeting everybody that I've known for a long time now in person. I like to say all my PRs are set at Disney World. Every My slowest 5K, <laughs> my slowest, all of them, all of my slowest runs are set at Disney World. I'd see, I kept seeing the signs that say PR and fun, right? That's what you're mm -hmm. supposed to do. But There you go. Uh, you know, in I, I have to say my first kind of my overall experience with this was it, it was remarkable to be able to meet so many people that I had communicated with or like Matt and I had been really training uh, with each other virtually and to be able to meet him in the parks as well. It was just incredible to be able to do any of that. And um I, I kept coming back like December was really rough because I ran my 20 mile run, my long run sort of towards the beginning of December. And I wasn't planning on doing that. I don't know that I would have timed it out that way again. And it really wasn't timed out that way in my training plan. But what happened after that was I, I really lost some motivation, right? Because, mm -hmm. and then uh, here in the Midwest, I mean, really around the whole country, we had that week where it was sub zero wind chills, like wind chills in the negative thirties. And so I was kind of concerned the week going into the marathon because I was like, I don't really feel like I have that training. And then uh, we'll talk about it when we actually run into the marathon. But really, I it was all there. Like the training really did help. So that's what I would say is that I, I think that everyone could go out and, uh, as long as you're physically able to do it, mm -hmm. if you have the mindset that you need, you can do these types of runs. You can have a lot of fun with them. If you want to, you can walk them. You can really enjoy what your time would be at Disney. And that's why I loved that. I did my marathon here because it wasn't for time. It was for fun. It was for the experience. And then I still got a killer time out of it. Honestly, like I'm still very impressed with how I did. And so it's just, uh, it all really was everything I could have imagined and more. So, but what I want to do now is because you all kind of experienced all the different races, I want to talk a bit about how the weekend progresses for someone or kind of recap some of that. I was not there yet on Thursday. I was, uh, had serious FOMO because we had some, <laughs> we had a rise and run podcast group chat that was blowing up about people and where they were meeting. We had the DDP Sorcerers Running Club I was also in. And here I am sitting back in Illinois going, I wish I was in Florida, right? <laughs> Now. But talk me, Bob. I know you said you had a very fun outfit for the 5K. Yeah, so yeah, uh, talk yeah. us through the 5K a bit. Yeah. I have never costumed for a Disney run. I'm a Disney run veteran of many events, uh, but never had done it before. And Jack on the podcast said, Bob, you need to be Sam Eagle. So I got a Sam Eagle outfit on. 
Now, I'm reasonably tall to begin with, but the Sam Eagle outfit, most of the most of Sam was on a hat. So he's above the beak is on my forehead, and Sam's eyes and bushy eyebrows are above. And I'm like seven feet tall. I'm this seven foot tall blue guy uh walking the 5K. And you talk about the I had company throughout the entire course. And I'll I don't know. I don't want to exaggerate, but I must have had 50 photo ops. <laughs> People, I gotta get a picture. So we had fun with that. And I walked the 5K. I always walked the 5K with my wife. So it took us the best part of 90 minutes, but we had a good time. That's awesome. That is so great. And now I want to ask the two of you, did you happen to see a Sam Eagle on the course? Uh, and you didn't know it was Bob there, either Matt or John? I, I, I did. I, I did see a giant blue bird <laughs> in the current because it was just like a sea of people. And I remember... Yeah. You know, I'm not, I'm six feet, a little over six feet tall. And I never feel that tall until I'm in a large group of people. And I'm like, oh, I'm actually taller than a lot of people here. And then you see the people that are six, five, six, six. And then you see a seven foot tall bird over in the corner. And it's just like, oh, well, okay. Um, but it John was and funny I, to see, see John afterwards. and I are, we're both about the same height. So we do not have that uh, problem uh, in being yeah. in a corral. We would, we're the ones that are like, hey, how's the weather up there? <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> So John, well, the, John and go ahead, go ahead. The other funny thing was we ended up to stay all together. We got in the last corral and, uh, I'm with, uh, my buddy, John was dressed as animal. We were kind of excited. We figured, Oh boy, we're going to get on the screen, you know, with these great costumes. And I looked around and I said, you know, folks, we may get on the screen. We may even get interviewed, but there are only eight people behind us. <laughs> so what's the point? And we just took yeah. off. Yeah, I get that. I get that. But um, Matt, you go, what were you going to say about the 5k experience? Well, so John and I, uh, we hung out before we walked over to the corrals. We were in the first corral and I didn't know what I was going to run or what I was going to do. And I decided to run with fast Mr. John over here. And I was still shocked at the 5k of the amount of people in line for the characters in corral A. It was, it was actually shocking to me. I thought, oh, we might be able to get one or two here quickly and check them off for the weekend. But they, what would you say, John? They were 20 or 30 people deep uh, and we were least. in the back of A. At least. Easy, yeah. Yeah, that first one. So I know John and I, we skipped most of them. Uh, I think the most memorable thing for me was the 5K was me just trying to photobomb John and all of the photos. Yeah. And then we actually, fin this is going to sound a little pretentious. I don't mean it that way, but we finished so quick that we didn't realize the buses weren't running until a certain time. So we yeah, couldn't yeah. even leave for like an hour and an 20 hour. minutes after we finished. Oh, wow. So we, we were like, Oh, we should have just waited in line mm -hmm. for the characters because the route ran right past the buses where the buses left. Right. So that, I think that was really, I think that was unique to this weekend. I don't know if they did that last weekend. John and I were trying to figure that out, but I don't, I don't um, remember the five K is always funny to me because you wake up at the same time, but you're done so much faster than the other races. It's a, it's a, a quick blip and a great start to the weekend. 
It is interesting that, you know, I was thinking about that. And I mean, I guess they want you to train your body in that way and like make sure you're you're kind of getting into the routine of what run Disney is going to be like. But truly that five and 10K, especially for those dopey runners, there's really no reason why they couldn't start it an hour or so later um, and be able to still get you through before the parks are opening and everything else. It just, I, I, I was like, you know, like maybe let's your dopey people sleep in an hour. I don't know, but uh, that is, that is interesting. Interesting. But John, any uh, additional thoughts on the 5k before we start to sort of talk about what your 10k and half experiences were for you two? And then Bob and I are going to really dive into the marathon as well. No, just just really what Matt said about like, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I guess if I did it again, I would maybe wait for a character or two. Just because the other thing with the 5k is the 5k was the hottest day of the of the run. So I think, I mean, my shirt was had more sweat in the 5k than I think than it might have had during the half. So like we finished and then we had to wait like an hour and it kind of mm-hmm. it was hot, but not when you're sweaty. So you're just kind of standing then I, you know, you already had thrown. I should have saved my long sleeve shirt. Before, uh, but <laughs> I mean, other than that, and then I mean, last year I did something stupid where like, I don't know. I I went back to the hotel and I ran another 5k, which screwed me up for the rest <laughs> of the week because I felt like, well, I've been running so much of 5k is like nothing. So this, you know, I, I just ran the 5k this year. Only you. <laughs> last year was weird with the whole, I became obsessed with closing the rings and I wasn't going to close the ring on my Apple watch with just a 5k, but that, that I get it. I get my, it. You know what? My, I've my actually weirdness. had on my Apple watch, my rings have been closed. I, I started this actually, I, I know exactly when I assistant directed a show here in Springfield, Legally Blonde, the musical, and I got my Apple watch then. And so that was back in 2017 and I've closed it every day, but I will say that at one point I just decided, you know what? My calorie goal can just keep going down. That way I can just keep closing it. So that's, you can cheat like that, John, and it's totally fine. <laughs> um, so no, it's that, that's all great. So let's talk about now, uh, and we can even, if you want, because it's really the two of you that experience this, we can talk about the 10K and the half, and you can kind of talk a little bit about each of them, because I know, I think that the one race that we're all going to really want to dive into a bit is the marathon. Um, So I'll let John start with this one. Do you want to talk a bit about your experiences in the 10K and the half? Uh, With the 10 was... That, uh, well, it was different than it was uh, last year because I know last year we did run into Hollywood Studios last year for the 10K. So we just kind of stuck to Epcot boardwalk type of area. So that was at least it was different than last year. Um, I mean, I, I, I did stop for a few characters at the end. Again, the lines were in that A group. Again, the lines were were, were pretty long for the the beginning, uh, the first couple. But yeah, what was that? yeah so I, I mean, I, there was no like I wasn't trying to. PR anything with that too this like as from last year I learned to take it easy those first at least the first two and then the same with the half the half is just the one I've done the most and it's always I I just um definitely stop for more characters than, than I normally do and just that whole that half is where I feel like it really hits you the whole Disney thing because you get the main street um the main street run not that the other ones don't feel disney-ish but that's like that i mean 
That's kind of what Bob was talking about earlier. Yeah, you know, it's like that, that, you turn that, that, that feeling that you get like it, is insane. And I'll talk about yeah, that here in a second the too. The closest but. you're going to get to that first time you round the corner and see the castle as, as your first Disney trip that, but doing it running down main street is like the closest. I think you can get back to that feeling of, I don't know. I guess you could say the, the magical Disney feel. It's yeah. just like, it's just, I mean, I was lucky enough that in 19, they still had the, 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 the dream lights on the castle. So I got to experience both, um, both of the, uh, the castles, but I mean, even this castle still. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Just, just the picture didn't come out as good this year. We're in front of the castle. The castle is very dark this year. Yeah, they needed but, to like do some lighting or something like that. They, they I'm sure that they could have uh, improved that. Maybe, maybe they will in future years for sure. Because I noticed the same thing for a lot of the marathon shots and stuff like that too. Um, but no, we're, we'll definitely talk about that run down Main Street here in a little bit with the marathon as well. Mm-hmm. But Matt, anything you wanted to add to your experiences on the 10K or the half? And now I'm, I want to mention too. You talked about how you ran your slowest half and listening to Rise and Run because uh, Bob had so many people that were training up for dopey i know that one of the major pieces of advice that are given to people is to really take the half easy because then that way you kind of save up some of that energy that you're going to need for the marathon because you're never it's wild to me that with dopey you're not at the halfway point of your run for the weekend until you're like what like uh, eight or so miles into to sunday like or something not quite it's it's one point nine 1.9, 1.9, right? 1.9. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Still, that's wild still. Like that's the yeah, halfway point for what it you're is. doing. Um, but but Matt, talk to me about your experiences with the 10K and the, the half, and then we'll join up for talking about the marathon. Yeah, I'll, I'll be quick. I know that, you know, John nailed it with the 5K weather was the hottest and you saw my shirt progressively change colors throughout the photos <laughs> through the Run Disney photos. You could tell at what point of the 5K I'm at. I think the 10K was the coldest of the mornings. So January weather, you gotta you gotta bring a little bit of everything. The 10K was pretty uneventful. What was fun is my my mom, my brother, my dad, and my wife were all on the. We were staying in a nice. Um, all of us were together in a three bedroom on the boardwalk, so they were all on the balcony as I ran by the 10K. Since we ran around the uh, beach club and the boardwalk, so and the photo pass person was right there. So they got the pictures of me looking up, talking to my family, which is really cool. Um, I actually liked the 10 K course. I liked running around that. Uh, I don't mind running out and back. I actually liked that 10 K course. And then for the half marathon, it was my sister-in-law's first she's run marathon. She ran the Chicago marathon before, but this was her first Disney race. And this was her first kind of half marathon at this with, with Disney. So she was a little nervous now having two kids and, being a teacher with training, but she killed it, man. I mean, we could have gone faster, but we had so much fun. We stopped for Tweedledee and Tweedledum. We thought about going on teacups since teacups was running. Actually, it's the first time I've ever seen that teacups was running uh, in the park when we were there. But I was like, I don't know if I can. That would be a bold another... choice to do. Yeah, that's a bold, yeah, it's a bold, yeah. And she's like, yeah, let's just, let's just keep going. But you know, we don't get a ton of time, just her and I, you know, my sister-in-law and I have known her forever, but just to spend all the time in the morning on the bus, all the time in the corral, all the time during the race afterwards, you just, it was just so much fun. And her and I still text about it. And I don't love that half marathon course. I don't, I love being in the magic kingdom. I don't love running there and back. 
I like some of the other half marathon courses a little better. I know Wine and Dine, I think 21, where you got to go through um, Avatar through. I, I loved that one, but I understand why they do it. I think everybody should get to experience that main street run, whether it's the half marathon or the marathon, because she still talks about it. So, like I said, it was a it was a really fun, you know, whatever it was, two hour and 50 minute half marathon of just. I didn't even feel winded afterwards, which was nice. I didn't feel tired afterwards. And and I actually went out. I didn't, it was the only day I didn't take a nap after, after the race, which may, uh, may have been a mistake, but I wanted to make sure I fell asleep <laughs> very early for the marathon. So. Craig, I did, I did something. I did not run either the 10 K or the half, but I did something I've not done before. And that is I went out and I cheered the runners on. Oh, cool. Uh, I was staying at the shades of green hotel. So I just walked down to the street. They run right past and it was great. I got out there. It was still a little dark and I couldn't really make anybody out. No one could really see me. And then the sun came up and the two hour and 30 minute pace group went by. And then all of a sudden there were my people, you know, the <laughs> middle of the middle and back of the Packers and the rest of the time, it was just a constant. It was great. I uh, got off of there. I hopped on the, the uh, monorail, headed over to Epcot for the finish. So, hey, I had a good time cheering, even though I couldn't participate in the event. It was a lot of fun. That's so, and it's so important to have those spectators. You know, uh, Matt and I were talking about that. Now we're kind of transitioned to talk a bit about the marathon. And we were talking about how like difficult it must be to be out kind of in that cold weather. You're not running. So your body temperature is not rising. And, you know, you're, you're kind of chilly and you're waiting for people and you're still like cheering on and giving all this energy to people just constantly and how much that fed us as runners. It's just so important. And then, uh, especially you bob and again i i love when i when i have other people that also are content creators on this show i love to blow them up because of the community that they're able to build mm, and right. to, for people to be able to see you and like they've listened to you they've you've been in their ear you've been the one that has yeah. been like motivating them along this run and then to see you that's really cool that you were able to do that and uh, i'm sure that a lot of your listeners really appreciated getting to see you out there it was fun. I, I think one of the most entertaining comments I got on the weekend was, hey, you really, you actually sound like yourself. <laughs> well, you know, what am I supposed to sound like? But that's yeah. great. <laughs> you don't have like I, a radio I, voice I, that you turn I, it on. Right, right. That's what she meant. And I got it as it was intended. <laughs> I appreciated it. No, it was that's a blast. That is so great. So now let's talk about the marathon and I get to go first on this one because I was so excited about this. So I talked all about my trip recap, how the morning before I woke up at like four o'clock in the morning and I ran, I did a very brief, like two mile run around Wilderness Lodge, which actually in comparison to a lot of the other Disney resorts, Wilderness Lodge does not really have a running trail. <laughs> so uh, it doesn't have too much uh, to run around, but I did get to see uh, some of it uh, in the morning and it was still fun to be able to get out there and do that. But I did that because because I knew I wanted to get to sleep. So I got to sleep probably about 7 30, 8 o'clock after doing uh, a day in Hollywood Studios. And so I did feel really well rested when I woke up at two o'clock in the morning. I was worried about that. I was worried about not being able to get to sleep and then freaking myself out about it and all that. It actually worked out really well. And so then I did meet Jackie and I got over to the corrals. That's kind of where Jackie and I parted ways um, because I was going to go meet up with John and Matt and the DDP sorcerers. And that was a really great experience because there's people that 
that again, I'm meeting for the very first time. I, I met Anker for the first time. I met Donnie for the first time. I met uh, all these people that I was just like, we've communicated so much uh, online. And then to be able to have the opportunity to actually get a chance to talk to them was really great and a great way to kind of get pumped up for the run. And then to move into the corrals and to have Matt there and he's kind of the experienced voice like, okay, this is what they're doing. Um, we had a, a security person. I don't even know if she was a cast member, but we had someone that was was not necessarily um, on their A game at, uh, you know, 4.30 in the morning or whatever. Uh, I asked if she could take a picture of us and she, I didn't catch it because I'm just like, oh my gosh, I'm at the marathon. This is great. But Matt was like, did you hear what she just said? And I was like, no. And she, I guess she just said, uh, you know, selfies work too. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> but I, I got to tell you, like uh, the, the marathon in particular, Again, I, I really, I knew that I could do it, but I would say that my takeaway was being able to run with somebody else just made the experience so great. And what was crazy about it, and I think we both commented on this, Matt, um, was that because running is such an isolating uh, sport when it comes to training most of the time. Now, we have like some run groups around here. You can get together in groups. And I think I'm going to do more of that because it, it was just such a great experience for me. But, you know, I, I didn't even know if I could talk when I run, like, you don't just go out there and talk to yourself while you're running. I mean, maybe some people do, but mm -hmm. it's just funny because like, we're carrying on a full conversation and we're in like mile 16 and we're like, how are we doing this? Because yeah. <laughs> yeah. uh, normally you would think that you would just be out of breath. And so uh, it was, it was so great to be able to do that. Uh, just a couple of like highlight experiences. And then I'll let you jump, I'll jump in as well. Being able to see all of the characters was a lot of fun and to be able to get those experiences. And so I would say, if you ever do a run Disney run, don't do it for time, do it for those experiences and getting to see the characters. I cannot believe, and I'm going to petition run Disney uh, for some of my money back that they did not put power line max in the uh. 90s are you serious they gave me just regular max and goofy as opposed to power line max that was really disappointing um but i did jump onto expedition everest as well which was really fun i got to do it actually i jumped on with another runner oh, good for you really the only ones on the train and uh because it was so early in the morning in, in animal kingdom and i was i they were like, sit wherever you want. So I ran up to the front and she was up there too. And I was just like, do you mind? I mean, I know we're the only ones on this thing. Is it okay if we ride it together? And so she was from Tampa and, and just, it was just so nice to get a chance to like chat with somebody just completely random on uh, Expedition Everest as well. One of my favorite attractions. And uh, then I mentioned it in the recap episode, but there was a time where Matt and I kind of split up and because I went on Everest and he didn't. And that was a really long, like four mile jaunt to try to catch back up. But by the time we got back together, I was so glad we did because I was starting to wane in some motivation a bit towards the boardwalk area. Um, but then like having you there, buddy, to just like, say like, you got this, you got this, we're going to do it. And to get through Epcot in that way, um, that feeling when I was done was just something I don't know that I'll ever be able to replicate. It was just like, it's, it's the hardest thing you, it's probably the hardest thing I've ever done. You know, I'm never going to give birth. So, uh, <laughs> it's probably the hardest thing that I've ever trained for personally and to have it pay off in that way 
was just uh, like a huge emotional release for me. It was just absolutely incredible. So, um, so I'll let you all jump in, Bob. Uh, you, I know you uh, also participated in the marathon as well, but yeah. give us some of your insights and highlights for the marathon. Let me comment on what you just said there. I, I think that emotional feeling is unique to run Disney. I, I do other runs. I know you do too. I don't get that kind of feeling anywhere else. That emotional charge that I'm choking back tears. Come on. But I am. Yeah. Um, I'm having a hard time talking in it. I don't, I don't exactly know why, but it happens at run Disney. Yeah. Uh, I walked the marathon. So I was considerably behind you, I'm sure, <laughs> which is fine. Uh, I'm a little banged up this year. So I, I also lost some training weeks again due, due to some injury. And I was a little concerned going in, quite honest, whether I could even walk the whole distance. Now, I walk relatively fast. and uh, Those long legs. Just, well, part, that's part of it, yeah. And I've also, I've also learned some techniques for walking fast. And uh, I have no trouble maintaining a 15-minute mile walking. I started, and Matt was talking about this earlier, I think, about the community, how you're really never alone on the course. And uh, I started out, ran into someone I knew fairly well, a, a young woman named Caroline. I knew she wanted to run, but I knew also knew she wanted to hold back a little for the first couple of miles. I said, Caroline, walk with me. So we walked two miles together. Then I met up, I kind of mixed up with some of the gang from Rise and Run, John and uh, and uh, Allie, and uh, golly, I hate mentioning names. Greg was there. Uh, Greg, by the way, if and when he listens to this episode, is going to cheer when you talk about Powerline, Powerline Max and how he should have I know, been there. I know, we're we're the spiritual brothers in that. For yeah, sure. yeah. He ranted pretty hard on that one last week. Um, I don't, I don't want to take up the the right turn on Main Street is to me the iconic turn in racing. Maybe left on Boylston at the end of the marathon in Boston. I'm not sure, but right on Main Street is magic, and. I talked about it earlier, how the crowds were back. And I said this before I could have flown down main street. I thought yeah. I just, it just, it, it was, it lifted me up. I thought we're what about 10 miles into it at that point, something like uh -huh. that. Mm -hmm. And I'm thinking, Oh, I got this just, yeah. just from the energy of the crowd. And I, I have done this in years past. I have gone over to the crowd, looked at them and said, random strangers, I love you. I may never see you again, but thank you for being here. And I did that. And I was towards the end. I was getting close to the castle. I said, I love every one of you. And I looked over and I pointed, but especially you, Brittany Charbonneau was standing there, the champion from last year, the woman who, oh man, and we've gotten to know fairly well through the podcast. What a wonderful human being. She really is. But she was standing right there. It was perfect. And, uh, that was fun. Um, yeah, I, I got to, I got to guess ran out of, out of animal kingdom or something. And I'm kind of, uh, John and Greg have moved ahead of me and, uh, Allie's kind of fallen behind me. And, uh, so I'm kind of by myself and I run into a woman and we just start chatting. We're both walking. And I, I said to her, you know, I'm going to try and walk this out at about 15 minutes a mile. She goes, well, that's, I said, you want to walk with me? She says, yeah, that sounds good. I introduced myself. She goes, I know who you are. <laughs> okay, great. Uh, so Mary and I walked the rest of the way. Uh, and having that person 
it just helped, you know, just having someone else with you just, just helps. And I enjoyed it. So absolutely. Yep. And, and I kind of want to talk a bit about that turn onto main street because, uh, well, and it's a funny story too, because I decided I wanted to just record video of it. So I would have it forever. And, uh, I ended up posting that onto my social media. And one of my friends was like, Hey, what's this guy in the pink doing? Why is he uh, right there in front of you? Tell him to get out of the way. And that's Matt. And he's, <laughs> so, um, but, but that feeling was, and you yeah. talked about it on rise and run. And I think you guys had mentioned it in our pre-race uh, that that feeling is just something special. And it, it really, it, it's remarkable. It's uh, it, it is as a Disney fan, like you said, Bob, I don't know that there's any greater feeling than doing that turn and, and running onto Main Street. And I just couldn't believe, Matt, that it felt like it came so quickly for us. I mean, I remember we were just cruising this entire like, and we we're trying to pace ourselves so we wouldn't get tired at the end. But like Bob said, that's mile nine or 10. And gosh, we were there in such a short amount of time because again, we we're just talking the whole way. And it's like the time just completely flew by. So I'll go to you next and maybe you can give me some of your thoughts on the marathon yeah definitely you know for me the marathon was the one where you're kind of at the start line and it's the one you don't for me personally the furthest i ever ran was about 21 miles ever so it's the one where it's like let's see let's have fun let's just see what happens we're here i've, I've done all the hard work and the mental part of, I think, the first 10 miles of that race was what I was most, quote unquote, concerned about. Physically, I knew I could hold up. I just, I knew physically I was going to be okay. Well, I was hopeful I was going to be okay. And like, Craig, you nailed it. I mean, you helped me get through those first 10 miles because there was times where we were talking and we were running like 838 miles. And I was like, oh, we need to peel it back a little bit here. <laughs> I was like, we got to peel it back a little bit here. And we were both like, oh, okay, goodness. Uh, what I remember most is when you're running up to Magic Kingdom on the on the highway and one of the lead runners is running the other way. And I look at Craig and I go, I want you to remember where that guy is right now when we are running at that point to show you how fast and far ahead he is right now. And yeah. it's always remarkable to me because it looks like it's right there. But we ran into I mean, we ran into Magic Kingdom. We we felt great. It was um it was, it was perfect. I mean, there was, it's the, you get so much energy from the people at yeah. the point of the race. I felt like I needed it the most yeah. mm -hmm. right before halfway, right before it's going to start to get really difficult. The sun is still down. It's still a little chilly. And it was just like this jolt of, I said, it felt like kind of taking drugs. I have never mm -hmm. taken drugs, but it just felt like, Whoa, my goodness. Okay. Like you can call it adrenaline. And then you know, we, we cruised right on through there and, um, we got some great photos. Uh, mm -hmm. I think Craig and I did a really good job of, we tried to get one together in a lot of places, then one separate too. And then as we, as we kind of left, I remember thinking, Craig, we were in our heads, we're like, okay, this is going to be the hardest part mile 13 yep. to 18 and, or 13 to animal kingdom. But it wasn't that seemed to be, we just kept talking and I was like, oh, I thought this was going to be a lot more not boring, but I thought there was going to be less going on and less to do. And I remember we hit Animal Kingdom and you said to me, I'll never forget it. You go, hey, look, uh, you're like, 
we're at 30k or something like that. And I'm like, no, it's on the other side of the road. It's on the other side of the we're road. We're at 25k, and that 5k yeah. through Animal Kingdom, <laughs> that, that like it was, it was the you know Bob mentioned it too. Like it's that it's that area between Animal Kingdom and then getting to Blizzard Beach and Hollywood Studios. That is the tough part because yeah. that area between Magic Kingdom and Animal Kingdom was actually like they did a really good job of putting in characters during that time. They had a bunch of the old ride vehicles. They didn't have a photo pass photographer there but we still like jumped on and and got a picture. I love the Nautilus. I I remember like one of my vivid memories that I have of my grandparents before they passed is them taking me on the Nautilus on 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea. So like to see that was really cool. Um you know, there was just a lot of really good things other than Powerline Max not being there because come <laughs> on run Disney, what are you doing to us here? I, I did hear from about mile like 2 to mile uh, 12. It's like, all right, mile 13.6. It's power line max. It's the only one I have to stop for the, the, the it's leaked. I know he's going to be there. And I was like, I hope so. I almost <laughs> felt like it. I was like, uh Oh, and then I saw it. I was like, Oh boy. And you were just like, so disappointed. And, and they're was, playing eye to eye. And it's like, what are yeah. you doing to be here? Come and on. they were on a stage. So you couldn't even get yeah. right next to him. And they were on a stage, which I thought, yeah. was, I thought was funny. And then we, we parted ways my right knee on the outside of my right knee started to bother me a little bit. And I didn't Everest two nights before that gave me a little bit of motion sickness. Like it never has before. And I was like, you know what? I think it's safe if I just kind of stay off of this. So I said, uh, you know, I bid Craig adieu. I said, just catch up with me. I'm not going to go that fast. And then I, I used the bathroom a couple of times, but if I was running too slow, it actually hurt my knee more than running a little faster. So I was trying to time it perfectly, stop every water station, use the bathroom a little more, take two sponges instead of one, put it on, which is still the greatest part of the race is when you get that sponge and you put it right in your hat. Um, and then Craig and I caught up right at the end of the blizzard beach, um, or at the end of the blizzard beach, uh, exit, which was, which was perfect. And yeah. then we kind of cruised in. I noticed, uh, Craig, you were feeling it a little bit right at that boardwalk area. So that was the perfect thing to kind of distract me too, to say, all right, let's, let's do this together. We can do this together. Look at all this going on right now and just to have so much fun with it. But man, when you, for me, it was, I kept getting texts from my wife on my watch too, where she was like, okay, I'm getting to the finish line. Just every, so I would text her 23, 24, you know, and that was a good way for her to track. So she said what I thought was really cool. And I bring this up as the community piece where she said she was waiting at like right at the finish line. She's got a great video of me finishing. But the cool thing was all these other people were cheering for me because they were all like, who's your person? Where are they at? So they were all cheering together as they were coming through. And I'll never forget to me, I know Main Street. To me, it's making that turn. What I visualize so many times, what that turn is going to be like at the marathon of Dopey finishing that. I mean, mm -hmm. that is something I will never forget. You know, choking back tears of my emotions, not just for me, but how much my wife had to deal with mm -hmm. of me running, you know, countless hours and doing everything and the loads of laundry and just listening to me talk about running hours a week for forever. And just a sense of accomplishment when I, when I finish, And then I'll never forget. Craig told me when we were back, my thing, he's like, all right, just go to your wife, go open up because I wanted to get around these people. So I had a wide open kind of photo at the end, which, which I did. 
And then I watched, I turned around, I watched Craig finish. I'll never forget. And we just, we walked towards each other and we just shared a, a really big hug. And it was mm-hmm. like, cool. I felt like I accomplished something with a brother that I didn't even really yeah. know that well. And now yeah. I feel like I know really yeah. well. We spent eight straight hours together, essentially, yeah. um, with the race, pre-race, post-race that I'll just never forget, you know, running with him yeah, and that it was, experience. It was such a cool experience. And, you know, it's funny, like, I don't know that uh, my son's ever made an appearance on the podcast, but so my wife and uh, my son were back and they were watching the tracker app for me. Um, and I got this and I'll have to play it and we'll see if it picks up in the mic. So you guys got to let me know. But this is what he sent me right at. Um, this is as we were getting into Epcot. And it's like exactly what I needed between your motivation and this. This is what I needed. So uh, let me know if you guys can hear this. Okay. Hey, Dad, you're doing a great job. Oh, that's perfect. Isn't that great? And yeah. so, like, that was just like, oh my God, like, just that brief little message uh, that I got on my phone and it, it, that really helped too. And so uh, just incredible uh, stuff for sure. But John, talk about blazing through a marathon. Uh, You, sir, three hours and 47 minutes. When I, when I talked to you at the boardwalk, you said, well, it was closer to three forty-eight. But now buddy, so what's your experience like running through the marathon? Now I did see that you stopped for characters and things like that. You know, people keep asking me like, what's your time? What's your time? And I like, I don't want to blow it off. Like we did a four thirty marathon and that is very impressive. Yeah. And I like, I think if I was doing a marathon for time, I would love to do four fifteen. Like that would be like my goal. Right. And so like the fact that we did four thirty, I'm very, very happy with that time. But like, again, you got to still experience some of the characters and whatnot. And you did it in like 45 minutes faster than uh, Matt and I even did it in. This was this this whole marathon was just a, a, a way weird experience because I was had highs and lows in it. I had no my only goal like when the only goal is like under four hours. I, if it was three fifty nine fifty nine, I'd be happy. I had no intention of any time or whatever. So like even you know. At the beginning, you're excited, you start, you get a good pace. But then once, you know, when we did that loop and we run back by the start, like whatever that was, three, four miles, whatever, like in my head, it's like, I don't know if I'm going to finish this race today because it was just like, I didn't feel good at that point running. But then, you know, I don't know if I had stopped for, I might've stopped for somebody just to kind of, get out of my head a little bit just stop so but the once i got to like the ttc it's like okay magic kingdom's coming i'm good so i started feeling better and then like last year like five miles in my upper thighs were hurting so once i got past you know i that that whole start line and then i got to five miles and my legs didn't hurt then stuff You're in my open mind it started up going it. like okay I'm, I'm 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 better than last year so i'm good so i just my legs and my legs didn't start hurting till like 18. So I was very happy from that. So once, uh, yeah, we got to same thing through magic kingdom. I was super happy to get to run by pirates, that whole like thunder mountain splash mountain thing. That was perfect. As like everybody's saying with the whole run, running through magic kingdom, you don't feel like you're running. It's like, I don't know. I didn't get tired. I mean, 
I did stop to go to the bathroom, which I never ever do during a race, but in Magic Kingdom I did, so I just did. But that was uh so I, maybe that helped with the little stops. Um, but once I got through Magic Kingdom, I knew all right, it's that long stretch to Animal Kingdom. But like you guys had said, it I I this this year was not it wasn't bad to get to Animal Kingdom. The only um what is it? Well, you run by everybody else in that little animal kingdom stretch. It wasn't till I knew once I got pa- back out from there to Blizzard Beach, I knew it was going to be the, the the difficult part. So, but which which I which I did say to my wife, I said they they say that whole every mile is magic, and that's most miles are magic because from there through Blizzard Beach is not magic whatsoever. It's just so. It's the most non-Disney feeling. It's like a normal race feeling. Right. But once I got through that, I knew it was Hollywood Studios, Swan Dolphin, Boardwalk, World Showcase. I kept. I probably repeated that in my head for about a mile, and I just kept repeating that. And once I, as soon as, um, yeah, as soon as, because you're in through you Hollywood Studios so fast, I knew the rest would just be easy. Once yeah. I got through that, but then once, once, uh, um, yeah, there was, cause I knew when you get to the swan you're running that walkway, there's people. So uh-huh. you're going to get to see people. And that was, you know, people have signed whatever. So, um, that made, that took, it took, took like a, took weight off me. So it was, uh, yeah, once I got through that, I was good. And then as soon as I hit world showcase, I knew I was perfectly fine. Cause I, I I enjoy, you know, I enjoy the Main Street thing, but World Showcase is my favorite place in Disney. So it's just that was beautiful. And then I knew just the, the choir. The, I like the, the the choir there. That always gets me. Where I'm not gonna say I, I don't. I wouldn't say I was gonna cry, but you get that like oh yeah, a big breath mm-hmm. in. Mm-hmm. So ever and it was every day seeing that, and I knew that and then i just always every race i always stay to the left so i can be alone on that left side and then it was just i don't know i i i felt that man it was it was just that feeling i had finished you know the, the finished feeling of and then i knew at mile 24 my, mile 24 was a boardwalk and i had looked at my watch and it said i think it said 331 332 whatever it said and i'm I mean, I used foul language, but it was like, oh, (laughs) I'm going to I'm going to PR this. I I can't believe I'm going to do this. And it was that took another, you know, that took more weight off. So it was just that much easier for that point, because I had no intention of beating. It was 354 was last year. So if I was around that, I'd be happy. But that I mean. Yeah, you crushed it, man. That that's incredible. You know, you mentioned the live entertainment too, um, with the the choir. I've got to say, like having that drum line at the very beginning, like mm-hmm. I think mile one even, um, and then you got to see them again when you came back. That was really impressive too. Like just like again, it was just that. Bob, you mentioned like the spectators and like the the people that uh, are out there supporting you. It's just this uh, remarkable feeling, and so it, it was such a great 
experience. I don't know that I make it back to marathon weekend next year. I, I would love to, um, but I certainly would also like to try some of the other run Disney races. So maybe I'll look into do like wine and dine or something like that. Um, it's actually a very busy time of the year for someone that works in higher education to leave for marathon weekend right before the spring semester starts. <laughs> so, um, luckily my, my job was very nice to me, uh, for this time, but it, it, it was just remarkable. And I've got to tell you, if you're someone out there that is thinking about getting into running, you absolutely can do it. You can set yourself a goal. Um, we are all here for you. You can message me in the Beyond the Mouse group. I will talk running with you for days. Um, you can join the DDP Sorcerers Running Club, and you can talk to people like Matt and John. You can listen to Rise and Run. You can get on Rise and Run. Um, their group on social media, they're so supportive. There, There is no better community of runners out there. I will uh, stake a claim for that than the folks yeah. that do run Disney because everybody is coming at it from a different way. You just heard four different experiences on the marathon. John blasted through it in three hours and 47 minutes. Matt and I were able to run together kind of as a team really. And then Bob was able to walk the marathon and be able to still experience all the different things that everyone else did. And so it really is wide open to whatever it is that you would like to do. And you better believe I put that magnet on my car the second that I got home back to Illinois, you know, to, uh, so so it's out there now, but it, it was just a, such an amazing experience. And it was also just an amazing experience to be able to meet all of you. And then also to, to be able to connect with Jackie as well, because doing that training episode was really fun. It came at a good time for me. It came at a time, like I was saying, when training was a little bit like starting to get a bit like, oh man, I am, what am I doing with this? It's cold out. What, you know? And so it, it really helped to motivate me. So thank you to all of you. But I think what we'll do now is just do some brief um, final thoughts on marathons or marathon weekend or run Disney in general. And uh, I've been starting with Bob a lot. So I'll go in reverse order here and I'll start with John. Just any final thoughts that you have? Um, overall, this, I mean, between feeling good running and then the whole group stuff this was like i mean this was like a top at least in the top three top five of my disney trips it was just like it was just it was just i mean as a a grown adult it was just it, it was fun like you felt i didn't mm -hmm. my, my kids didn't go with me so we had that little didn't have to worry about like you know keeping them entertained but it was just fun and it was just an overall, just a really, I mean, it was quick. It was good. It was, um, it was just a good weekend. And, 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 and like this year I took, you know, I, I took more time off after running, which I needed, but I didn't want to do. And then getting, um, you know, getting sick like this last week. So it's extended it longer. So like, I know last year. I ran everything and then I got in that like it wasn't like a bad it, but I just used it as it was like a runner depression like I had nothing to look forward to mm. just my normal little races but now I haven't run I've only run once I think since I've been back so now it's like I'm more eager to get out there so 
It was, yeah, that's it was, great. I, uh, I haven't run over five miles yet, but I did sign up for the Lincoln presidential half marathon in Springfield. So if anybody out there happens to be uh, considering doing that, it's a wonderful little uh, half marathon. It runs through, it starts at the old state Capitol, which is where Lincoln gave his house divided speech and Barack Obama launched his uh, presidential campaign. It goes down to uh, the Lincoln home, which is a national historic site. You get to see the Lincoln presidential library, and then you run through a couple of nice parks that we have here in Springfield. And then you also get to run by the Lincoln tomb as well. So it's, uh, it's a lot of Lincoln. Um, and, but it's, it's a nice course. There's hardly any elevation to it. And so if, Hey, it, you know, open invitation, if you're out there and you're going to be in Springfield for this half marathon in April, let me know for sure. But yeah, I'm in the same boat, uh, John, I haven't been like running like crazy, but it's been kind of nice to be able to dial it back. And I've done mm -hmm. a few three milers and I've done some, five, like I did one five mile. Um, but yeah, it's been, it's been pretty nice but matt i'll go to you next any final thoughts about run disney or marathon weekend yeah i have a lot i mean when i look back i still go back and look at all the photos from that weekend and just i think john nailed it i had so much fun i had so much fun and i probably did less in the parks yep. i went with yeah. my i went with my mom my dad my brother my sis my brother my sister-in-law my wife and then my two little nieces so i did less in the park than i did ever going there um and i just had so much fun right because of the running because of the group and in 2021 when i did the half at wine and dine i did the challenge it was just a really isolating kind of experience where it was just me doing my thing in and out you know this one was a lot more about community and the people and and cheering everyone on you know the things i will like after i finished the marathon i went back to the boardwalk i showered <laughs> And I was like, you know what? I'm going to go downstairs. I'm going to put my medal on. I'm going to go cheer people on on the boardwalk. And I did that for over an hour. And Bob, you nailed it. It just, I, the amount of people that came up to me that were just saw my dopey medal, were like, I'm about to go get that. And just like, mm -hmm. yeah. I lost my voice. It was, yeah. in, I just finished and it was inspiring to watch some of these people that, Craig, we talked about it, being on the course for six or seven hours to me is more difficult than the race than than running a four and a half hour marathon because time on feet just the sense of being towards the back can be mentally just very difficult so anything i could do to help the community in any way um, i did and i love that boardwalk stretch i you get so much energy in that boardwalk stretch there's so many people um i'll just never forget this weekend it was my first marathon i got to run it with you craig i just I stayed in an unbelievable room. I just, you know, Southwest tried to ruin my trip. Like many <laughs> South, people Southwest did uh, give us some scares there for sure. <laughs> yeah. So but, I'll never forget that. And just overall, like, you know, just with, with John and Craig, you guys, at least like we're in three different parts of the country. Never did. I think I would meet people over the pandemic on the internet and then meet up with them <laughs> and then, you know, be on a zoom call with Bob who I've listened to for such a long time time and interact to put myself out there like i'll never forget this weekend and i'm just so i'm i don't say this much i'm just really proud of myself and mm -hmm. i'm proud of everybody to, that that you know we did it and yeah I, I just i love it and i tell everybody everyone always told me at work oh my god i could never do that and my response is always yeah you could yeah you can right i'm not yeah. i'm not a gifted you can do right. it you just, it's hard work you know and Bob, the thing I would always go back to when I would listen to you while I was running, or I say, Bob would always say, 
do the training. Just at the end of the day, do the training and you'll be fine. Yeah. Uh, all this other stuff gets in our head. All this other stuff is, you know, flutter, just do the training. And then the motivation of watching Craig and, you know, John's multiple 20 mile runs, Craig's huge runs. It's just, it's really motivating. So uh, I'll never forget this weekend because of the people more than anything. Yeah, man, that that is so great. Now, Bob, uh, bring us home uh, with wrapping us up for marathon weekend, 2023. No pressure, huh? Yeah, no okay. pressure at all. Well, first, congratulations to the three of you on, on fine marathons. That's, that is impressive. I'm, I'm looking, uh, the plaque from my first ever marathon was a 427. It was 40 years ago, guys. Okay. Yeah, that's, a, that's, that's oh. awesome. <laughs> um, a second thought, the crowds, and I'm talking the crowds, you guys are in the mainstream or towards the front where the crowds are, I'm in the back and the crowds are still there. Yeah. And that was impressive. And I guess my last thought is we've talked a lot about the emotions of run Disney. This was, I've done three dopies. This is my fourth Disney marathon. And you would think that some of that feeling might fade a little bit, or it might be getting old hat. But if anything, I think the opposite is true. I think it's getting stronger and stronger. And, uh, I, I just, I, I've said it before. I think I'll finish where I started the camaraderie, the friendship, the, and I don't use this word often, but the love that you feel out there on the course is like no other place. Yeah, absolutely. It's just incredible. So uh, if you want to experience this love fest, this amazing vibe of a weekend, uh, definitely check out marathon weekend run. Disney has already posted the registration dates. Those are kind of tricky, especially if you want to do that dopey challenge, it can be very difficult to be able to get into that. Um, and sometimes, especially this year with the queue problem that they had online, it was almost just happenstance if you were able to get through the queue correctly. So that is something to consider, but there's a lot of different run Disney events. You can go do a 5k at wine and dine, or you can go do, um, you know, the half marathon at uh, wine and dine or princess weekend. They've got the springtime surprise events that you can do as well. And they are returning to Disneyland in 2024 as well. So just lots of really cool opportunities. You can also do the virtual runs. And I'll tell you during the pandemic, my first uh, run Disney event was I did the half marathon uh, as a virtual run. I did the Star Wars Rivals weekend, and it was really still cool to be able to get the same medal and to be able to um, like feel like I was part of that experience, even from home. So do those virtual runs even, and that's a, a good opportunity as well. I'll go ahead and tell you all uh, that you should definitely go and listen to Quick Diz Takes podcast that John hosts. And then, of course rise and run podcast that Bob hosts as well. And uh, it's just been wonderful to get in a chance to talk to all of you. As far as what we have coming up on beyond the mouse, if you're listening for the first time, because you're from one of these other shows, definitely go and check out our back catalog. We like to do things like celebrity interviews, but we also like to just talk about the parks and we love uh, being able to just talk Disney with my normal co-host, Brett and Vanessa. I have, we. it's funny because Brett is in Disneyland. So I know we're going to be doing a trip report 
for Disneyland. February is going to be an interesting month for me. I will kind of announce this here and I'll put it definitely on social once uh, I know exactly what I'm doing. But we had the opportunity last year to moderate for Fan Expo St. Louis. Unfortunately, Fan Expo St. Louis is not returning, but Fan Expo has hired Jeremy and I to moderate Fan Expo Portland. So we are heading out to Oregon. Uh, it'll be my first time out there and it'll be very exciting. The list of people that I might have an opportunity to moderate is ridiculous. And so I am uh, getting prepared for that and uh, we'll announce more about that. That'll be in mid-February. So something uh, really fun to talk about as we move towards our 200th episode of Beyond the Mouse, which should happen sometime in March. And we're working on something special. We don't know what that will be yet, but we're working on it for everybody out there. So uh, again, thank you to all of you for joining again tonight. And thank you for listening to me talk about this marathon for the last year. I promise I will only bring it up sporadically from here on out. Uh, that might be a lie. I don't know. I might still talk about it every single week. So for Beyond the Mouse, I am Craig. I'm Bob. I'm John. And I'm Matt. And we will see you real soon in the front row, hopefully in the front row of Main Street USA as a bunch of runners are coming right down towards that castle. 